You have arrived at your destination. Hey guys, what story would you tell to defeat a moon deity? Mm, something to do with uh, Hanzo and the warriors? Sure, I guess. <laughs> I mean, good answer, Mitch. Uh, London, how about you? Something about a cat. <laughs> that's the correct answer actually why amazing. is that it? amazing <laughs> somehow that is actually the correct answer to this completely subjective question something about a cat that's what you would do all right all right we're talking kubo and the two strings next on animation destination hey everybody and welcome to the animation destination podcast i am your host resident cartoon junkie brandon jones and i am here with london lanning hey guys and mitch Harmon. yo and we just saw Kubo and the Two Strings, mm. a yeah, Leica production. Uh, so what do you say we get into this uh, little podcast here, uh, starting off with some new... Does that sound like a plan? Oh! Eh? He's got puns, people. I've been holding on to that one for a little while. <laughs> I've been holding on to that one since Paranorman. <laughs> I'm going to get one day. I'm going to get it. One of these days. When the next movie comes out, I'm going to nail that pun at the beginning of my podcast. All right. Uh, but no, we're going to talk about uh, like his new uh, new adventure film, animated so, uh, stop motion adventure film from the creators of Coraline and uh, Paranorman, a uh, phenomenal little studio that does lots of cool stuff. Uh, but f- before we get into our uh, topic of the day, we are going to be uh, discussing our animation recommendation, which is a re-recommendation as I uh, talk to Mitch about it. Is this the first re-recommendation uh, this of the, f- the Animation Destination? Not the first one, but it's Not- the first time I call it a re-recommendation. Oh, okay. <laughs> there you go. The first official. Uh, but uh, as you know, uh, as as part of the theme of this is I enjoy when animation meets technology and uh, basically... Uh, Studio Leica's uh, take on stop motion animation is a real touch on like re- on like you know new technology uh, being used to create um, stop motion animation and stuff like that. We'll get into that later on, uh, but uh, I love it when animation and technology make this nice little little seamless uh, grasp onto each other, and no one demonstrates that better than Glenn Keane. Uh, Glenn Keane, uh, if you remember, uh, did the basic. Uh, he's he's a um, he's a prolific uh, or not prolific. That's the wrong word. Uh, he's uh, but he, he's he's a very prominent um, Disney artist. Uh, he worked on Beauty and the Beast. He worked on mm. Little Mermaid, mm-hmm. all that sort of thing. Directed uh, many of them. Uh, he was the lead designer for Rapunzel in Tangled, et cetera, mm-hmm. et cetera. Um, he did. Uh, he he has a few videos up right now where he did. Uh, so this thing, and it, I, I haven't seen it to its, in its entirety yet, but this uh, little Android app called Duet, which is basically just an animation of a girl learning to do oh, ballet, yeah. and then a boy that she meets, and they cross paths like every now and then. Um, and you can watch it on YouTube, but you can't watch the full thing on YouTube, because basically what it is is you can choose which of those two to follow. Like when, because it shows them both being born. Basically, it shows them both being like born, and and you can choose to like follow the boy and with your, you know, with with your smartphone and Mm -hmm. like uh, go over here, and then they'll always cross paths with you know the girl, girl. and then you can choose to go follow the girl in that case when they cross the paths, Mm. and then back over to the boy. But you can just follow one of them through the whole story. But it's really interesting, like just that sort of aspect of that you can follow one character to the next, and it's just like what? Yeah, it's it's very interesting because like um, I don't really know what the term would be, but like 
augmented reality In, that, interactive really. interactive <laughs> animation yeah exactly that's so what it's, I'm like it, may, maybe not like actually changing your reality like but being a, able to interact yeah. and choose your own story I guess yeah, you I was could say, say it's like an old school choose your own story yeah yeah where like, instead right. of like go, instead of saying go to page you. 46 yeah it's just oh you just move your device move this way, way or yeah. this yeah. way yeah which I'm surprised a lot more people haven't used that in like augmented reality terms or whatever but uh I don't know. It's it, it's a beautiful thing. I would love to see it done entirely, but I don't think it's even out for Android or uh, iPhones or anything like that. Because it was for the it was the, I think it was for like the Razor or like not like it was it was for something like 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 the Windows Phone. Like it was really wow. bizarre uh, what it was for. But I don't know if they've adopted it to anything else. Um, the other thing he has is uh, is a ste- is a YouTube video called Step Into the Page, which is this beautiful uh, drawing technology. Um, <laughs> Where you put on a VR helmet and you're just drawing like in you know like mm-hmm. in, in VR and everything, and he basically just paints this beautiful canvas of Little Mermaid and Tarzan and just but it's in 3D so it's like it's it's just amazing because he's like sitting here drawing and everything and the camera is like moving through the bubbles mm-hmm. like like it's like you're actually under the sea and it moves up Ariel's tail into her face it's just it's all like drawn in 3D and it's just gorgeous the way the fact that he was able to draw this. Because like if you focus it in any other angle, it doesn't work. Cause yeah. it's, you know, it's it's still on a two D plane sort of detail. Yeah, but the way he draws the it, the way he draws it, it's just like you just you, that's aerial. Mm-hmm. Like it's just it's amazing the way he does it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, both of those things like Glenn Keane is just one of those people that like understands that matching technology with animation is just something that hasn't been fully tested yet. And going into projects like this and it's like to change your perception about what, what the story is told based on where your phone is positioned or, you know, drawing uh, 3d life models inside of a, you know, inside of a 2d space or a 3d space is just, it, it's amazing. Like it just like, look, look at this. It's just gorgeous. Like he's just drawing Ariel, but it's in 3d. And yeah, like, but he's in, just, it's like, he's yeah. waving a wand around, yeah. but it's crazy. literally just, it's just magic. It's freaking magic. Like I can't like, I can't even describe it as anything else. Right? Yeah. Like, anybody who doesn't know, just go check this out. I'll probably link it in the in the uh, description below. Uh, and just the, the like look look at he's, he's going through all the bubbles and everything. Oh it's like gosh. there's bubbles and it's just like look, there's Ariel. Yeah. It's like ah I wonder how you so layer something like that. Say, though. Something probably like similar to like layers with like Photoshop or any kind of other yeah. design kind well, of, well, he or just, art kind of he just moves. Um, yeah, but it's like yeah. I guess the further his arms in the right. further the, like oh, if he does yeah. it like this. Oh right. Yeah. yeah. Well yeah, <laughs> well yeah, because like, yeah, that's what I'm it's saying. That we can't re- we're just saying these things because we can't really <laughs> comprehend that. You well, know, yeah. typically with layers, you know, it's, yeah. you know, Photoshop, you click certain layers. That yeah, right. But here, but the, the layers are literally created by you and your depth. Yeah, yeah how far, it's, it's, how far you go into that. it. Yeah, it's it's literal layers with how you, with, with your depth of vision. Because mm-hmm. as you when he's like going through and like, it wasn't, per- the, 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 the bubbles weren't perfect circles. No. no. They were swirls. Yeah. Because he's not keeping his hand perfectly straight. So as he's moving past them, they look like swirls, but then it kind of morphs into looking like, waves under the water mm-hmm. it's just amazing the way he does it and you know he's just he's just a freaking he's a genius artist well, like that's that's a great concept that i could see being used in f- future for art just just right? generally art yeah. not not like animation or anything no, of that yeah. sort yeah just, just art and plus also like one big thing like um taggers uh you know people who are spray paint all, all that stuff yeah. oh yeah big yeah. problem with them is they ha- they have no 
canvas they have right. no room that's yeah. why they'll, they'll like post up at a concert put a big sheet up and then just do the sheet and then that's that's that right but like this is something they could be doing and then put on the internet and right. like you know this is something yeah. that you be sharing and not actually need all you need is space and electricity you right. know you get the device <laughs> and that's all you really need so yeah. it would it, it would be something to say to say the least mm-hmm. uh, but it's beautiful i love the technology and you know animation is like making this nice little hug now and I, I want more of it i want yeah. more things like that i want a full story being told you know like a full movie being told where you know through your phone and where you're pointing it at or you know oh, what, well, be whatever cr- th- like it'd be amazing that'd be crazy because then like it wouldn't even have to be a full movie just 10 minutes yeah i'd say like, they, they would have to start small for sure but like but, eventually they could get to the point and that's that's kind of interesting but, because but like certain audio would key in on which way which direction you're yeah. going and like just oh man it'd be so well, good and it's almost like you get to make your own story in a way too. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. I mean you would go see the same movie, but yeah. we would not see the same movie because right. you chose path B and I chose path G or whatever, exactly. you know. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, it, it would be something very interesting to see. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, it, it just the rewatchability of that would be amazing. Yeah, I know, right? It's like I didn't go down this path like, last time. Let's do it down would, there. Like you would get, you know, like four times the views from one person mm-hmm. like just from doing that. I, I would Love to see it if you, if you were able to do that. So, uh, but yeah, that's my animation re recommendation <laughs> of the day because I did do both of these. I think at separate times. Glenn Keane always seems to pop up on my animation recommendations <laughs> a lot. Uh, would love to get an interview with that guy. It'd be phenomenal. But anyway, uh, moving on to tune news. <laughs> is pretty light, uh, but not without some merit. There's a new Overwatch animated short. Ooh, yeah. Uh, called The Last Bastion. Um, a, lot of, a lot of good uh, backstory on uh, Bastion and the whole robot war, let's say. Uh, there hadn't been a whole lot of that. It's been mostly like post-war type stuff and, mm-hmm. you know, the story of Overwatch is contained pretty much within these shorts. It's not within the context of the actual game, game at mm-hmm. all because you just the, – the point of the game is to pick these characters and play as them and have them fight each other. That's yeah. pretty much it. Um, Either kill each other or capture the objective exactly, or whatever. And, and that's it, So, which is fine. That, that's, that's the point of the game. But, you know, there's this lore and story that's kind of captured uh, in between everything with these shorts, with, this, with comic books apparently are coming out, and mm. lots of different stuff. Uh, so I want more of these shorts. I want an animated series of Overwatch. Yeah, but, that'd be awesome. Uh, the Last Bastion, like, sort of takes on, like, little parts of Wally, little parts of, uh, you know, there's no, mm-hmm. there's literally no voice in it. It's just robot beep boops and, <laughs> and bird tweets. I was say bird tweets. That's it. And it's like, but it's... The annoying woodpecker in there mm-hmm. at one point in time. But. Yeah. And it's just really, because like, they make you, you know, it's it's kind of like Wally. They make you care about an automaton, mm-hmm. you know, like this thing that was literally built to destroy things and he makes a choice and it's just like, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Also, you go, man. Also, robot with PTSD. That's interesting. Yeah. So, yeah, it's like, yeah it's I guess with, a, with any, type of, yeah. any type of form of intelligence, though, you can always, yeah. that intelligence can always be, yeah. you know, corrupted, T- corrupted tainted, tainted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so that's interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, that's, that's it for that one. But our next one is interesting uh, because in the wake of Shin Godzilla, the next Godzilla movie, oh, yeah. there will be a uh, 
Godzilla anime movie, which shockingly has never happened until (laughs) now. I know, right? (laughs) We have had, me and you were talking about this at at, at dinner, uh, we have had two American animated cartoon series of Godzilla, but never an anime. Never (laughs) an anime, which is crazy. Japan. Because uh, it's like both of those are both Japanese yes, things. Yeah, exactly. But they never thought to cross them over. Very bizarre. And it's funny because like, I feel like, I don't know Godzilla probably is like more popular with like the older crowd in Japan than it would be with like young kids. Yeah. But I still feel like <laughs> maybe in the 80s or something, yeah, right? yeah. they would have done something with it. Just... <laughs> um, it, it's, it's still just sort of like rumors of an, like it. Uh, it's still just sort of like rumors of whether it's going to be a series and a, and a or a movie. They're not too sure, but something is announced and uh, you know through an official website. Uh, so yeah, it's a currently untitled project. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It, it's really interesting just because it's like oh, and uh, uh, directors from Detective Conan will be working on it as mm. well, and Fist of the North Star and uh, Knights of Sidonia. So yeah, so that's uh, going to be what that's going to happen. So well. uh, Polygon Pictures will be. Uh, taking that on, so yeah, it's just really weird that's never that, that's never happened before. Yeah, it's very bizarre because we've had Ultraman uh, anime, <laughs> we've had Super Sentai anime, yeah. we've had everything of it, but never Godzilla anime. That's true. Very bizarre. Uh, so yeah, we'll be getting that. So maybe we get some Gigan uh, anime stuff. <sighs> Can't so wait. Totally down with that. Love me some big monster movies. Uh, Kaiju's, I should say. Kaiju. Kaiju's. <laughs> uh, but that's it. For our animation news, it was pretty pretty light today. We we filmed this one pretty close to the last week, so uh, <laughs> yeah. so if something happens about the reek, check out check our Facebook page always because we always keep up to date on our Facebook page. And the next time we do one, we'll have it out. So next time we do an episode, we'll have whatever news we want out of it. Um, so yeah, that will happen throughout the week. Uh, I'm sure more news will happen before I post this on Thursday at 11 a.m. Every week, ladies and gentlemen, we are hitting that mark. Haven't missed one yet since I promised that, so doing good. Every Thursday at 11 a.m. is when this podcast goes up. Nice. Uh, But that leads us into our topic of the day, which is Kubo and the Dos Stringos. (laughs) Is that... Is that terribly insensitive? That was, that was, was that, pretty was that bad. Terribly insensitive? That bad? I wouldn't say insensitive. It's just bad. Okay, that's fine. Not good. I'm, I'm good with bad. <laughs> <laughs> I can live with bad. I can live with bad. Uh, yeah. So uh, basically, uh, amazing. Yes. Uh, let's go ahead and get our. Yeah, just, I just want oh to go ahead and say I love it. Yeah. It was fantastic. Yeah. It was. It was pretty great. It was pretty fantastic. Uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Um, I was. It was pretty much exactly the tone that I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. It was all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But we're going to break this down into two separate things. We're going to do non-spoiler. Uh, review technically of the movie and what we mm-hmm. thought of certain aspects of it, certain uh, technical aspects or whatever. <laughs> this is where you're um, not going to hear a lot from me because I tend to spoil things when I talk about stuff. <laughs> and then we'll get into a spoiler uh, section, and I will have a little 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 sound clip to let you know when the spoilers happen and when they go away. In case you want to listen to this and still go see the movie. Oh, you so, know, what would be, like yeah. you know, would be really cool for that, that, that sound. Yeah, the two strings. Okay, and then just say like next and like hour, one hour, forty five minutes. Yeah. Like, there you go. Never, that'd be cool. That'd be okay. Just like yeah. if you're just looking for yeah. a little sound clip. Just... You know what? Uh, I'm gonna do that. So it's good. It's a good call, Mitch. Good call. I but, do what I can. Uh, we'll see if I remember to do that uh, <laughs> when I'm editing this thing. Yeah. <laughs> so listeners, let me know when we get to the actual part <laughs> if that's what we do. Um, but, yeah. 
so let's get into uh, Kubo and the Two Strings. We all enjoyed it, I think. Immensely. Uh, thoroughly. Oh, immensely. Yeah. Um, this was Leica's, uh, th- I want to say, third big project. Um, full on production from you know concept to yeah, uh, and Coraline was a big hit for them. Yep. They got a lot oh, of yeah. good stuff uh, from that, and were able to. I like that they haven't revisited anything; that they keep yeah. making something new, new story. Because yes. well, uh, the way their stories end, it's kind of like it's kind of the end. Yeah, yeah. that's there's, it. There's, there's nothing, nothing more to them. Yeah, you can't. Really just go the back. story was told. Yeah. Well, seeing as like uh, Coraline was a book, there's not much more to right. do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, you know. But even like Paranorman, like there's something you could do and you could revisit that time and time again. But <laughs> I mean, because yeah. they, they, it could be like an annual thing or something like that. But they he, they chose not to. They've yeah. chose to move on and, and find, a, find a new venue to, yeah. to, to go down. And I, I can respect that immensely. Mm-hmm. Like I was telling you after I got out of the movie, it's like. I want a Kubo two, but I right. don't want a Kubo two. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's the thing, and you know, and then they, they they wouldn't have to like make all new things for the next movie. They could just repurpose the ones they have. But yeah. they show they choose the route of like we're going to make new stories, we're going to make new things, and not go into sequels. They've even said like we're not interested in doing sequels. We want to mm-hmm. expand our way of doing things, expand our way of uh, you know making uh, these sorts of deals. Um, but yeah, it, it's amazing. Um, uh, Travis Knight and. Uh, Ariane Sutner, uh, I think, are the two people that are behind uh, the whole uh, Studio Leica and, and all their stuff. So uh, I, I know that they were the direct. I know that that was the director and producers of this okay. movie. So I want to say that they were the people that uh, are pretty much the heads uh, thoughts of Leica and everything. So, sure. um, but yeah. Uh, oh, the box trolls. I apologize. They also did the box trolls. Oh, okay. Forgot about that one. Uh, Which is also equally good. Yes. And also, I see a theme. It's very like. All their movies are, they have a very dark theme mm-hmm. to it all, mm-hmm. oh, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's very, very sure. strange. Paranorman, obviously, with the whole, like, sure. paranormal stuff and whatnot. Coraline with the mm-hmm. crazy mother that wants to yeah. kidnap children. <laughs> right, yeah. Interesting. The other mother. Yeah, yeah. other mother. Uh, interestingly enough, every single one of these movies was $60 million budget. So, wow. Oh, wow. Exactly. Every single one had the exact huh. same budget. How bizarre. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that from a studio. Before. I think they uh they, they know what they, they want to do well. and yeah, they they <laughs> just get they just do it on budget. Yeah, so budget is sixty million for each one. That's for an amazing movie. That's hmm. pretty yeah. low for an for, animated for modern movie. day stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gosh, but that's it's stop motion. Yeah. Like CG, that that's a that's a big thing and you know, people are looking for like really good CG ears and whatnot, but yeah. you you know, I almost think the other way now because like stop motion animation is not easy. It's tedious. No. It's oh, it's, it's so it tedious. takes a long time. Yeah. Time to do it, so yeah, like so. that episode of Parks and Rec where Ben's making that stop motion. He's like, <laughs> I thought it was so much longer. Than that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's, it's a few things, a few clicks. Uh, there was a Muppet Babies episode that was all about that. It's the first time I really kind of learned about how stop motion, oh, stop motion? happens because uh, they got like Nanny's camera or whatever, and they mm. literally taught kids how to do stop motion animation on that episode. I was just like. That's so brilliant. Oh my gosh, that's yeah, how they that, do it. I know some independent animators who like point to that and go, I, that's the first time I learned like That's where I learned what, it. what animation was. And hmm. the first time I learned about animation was my father like basically telling me it's like a flip book and I was like, "Oh, that makes sense." You know, yeah. it's like cuz I, I knew what flip books were. It's like you flip to each page and it just changes and then I asked what a cartoon was. He's like, "It's like a flip book." I was like, "Oh." <laughs> yeah. So I was at my 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 idiotic child mind was yeah. like, "Oh, yeah." Okay, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> I get it. So yeah, it just. Uh, but yeah, I, it, it's interesting to, to say the least that stop motion animation has been around forever. 
mm-hmm. Ray Ray Harryhausen, you know, like that. He was like the leader of all that, and it was used in actual motion pictures and everything. And it was like the the standard of graphic of graphical effects. Yeah, you know, King Kong and uh, <laughs> you know Clash of the Titans. It was just like this is amazing. Oh my know? gosh, look at the graphics! The graphics are amazing. It's puppets. It's puppets. <laughs> yeah, it's all it is. Um, but. They, they they take a really interesting uh, switch with their technology on this because every single one of their props in this movie, uh, this was not true for the other ones. Every single prop in this movie, every single three D piece was a was a three D printed image. Mm. It was all three D. Oh, wow. It was all three D printed from their printer. That's why you had such smooth animation between like the mouth movements and everything. Because I was looking they had, at that because th- yeah, they had precise. Like you know, like 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 oh, that's how that's how his mouth is going to move. So they had precisely printed pieces oh my of each gosh. like frame of not not different heads, but one mouth, head, but yeah. The mouth, but the mouth was all yeah, like, it's like Mr. Potato Head, just not, constantly moving the mouth out in and out. Yeah, like this so. is not going to give anything away, but like I was often like it sounds weird, but like mesmerized by how like yeah. monkey's mouth moved in right, particular because yeah. you could really see like the detailing and like mm-hmm. her mouth creases and the way she moved. Yep. Yeah. Like it was really amazing, and I would just watch, and I'm like, look at the color and everything with it. it just yeah. shifts beautifully with it, the light. It's just amazing. It's gorgeous, um, and yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's man, everything from color to design to the art design in this is just insane. It's beautiful. Like, it's insanely good. I, I can't speak of it enough. Um, you know, it's this old feudal Japan, you know, style. Um, Everything looks you know, again. They, they they look like they, they they sort of look like puppets as kind of what they're supposed to be to know? a degree. To a yeah. degree, uh, it's kind of how it's supposed to look. Nothing. You're not going to shape the. You're not going to shape. You're not going to cascade over the the uncanny valley with stop motion. You're just not. Yeah. You're just not going to do it. It's supposed to be a style. So you know to say like, oh, does it look real? No, it doesn't. Like <laughs> it's, it doesn't. Like, and in fact, when you start to make things that aren't really there, try to look real that aren't really being animated try and make that look real it looks faker and faker and weirder just like in 3d animation the more 3d animation tries to look real it just falls apart because then it starts to look like this weird puppet and not a stylized art form Mm -hmm. like you know stuff like incredibles nobody nobody mistakes mr incredible for something real (laughs) yeah he looks like a cartoon character that's just 3d and that's that's what looks that's the case he's got a tumor on his head i'm I'm pretty sure on his chin yeah yeah, that chin yeah that chin is just it's huge um but uh i don't know uh just that plus the uh, i thought the um voice performances in this were spectacular, amazing. Um, oh my gosh! You know yeah. the te- technology plus the <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, man. He just he was great. He was awesome, he was so dude. Good. I really do love his just his character and the way he made his character yeah. sound. Oh, yeah, and just, Beetle was awesome. Like uh, just so cool. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I really do like Beetle. Like the, Matthew McConaughey made Beetle very likable and fun, and yeah. it was great. Yeah. And Charlie Theron yeah. did an amazing job on Monkey, and yeah. like. Without going into too much detail, yeah, some of the scenes that she was in, yeah, you could tell she had put in flight. Like when there was a moment of uh, during a fight and there was stress on her, right? She, she made that monkey sound like it was going under duress, and oh, it was, yeah. I, I don't know, it was just very, it was amazingly done. If there is a word to describe Charlize Theron, uh, it's pro, <laughs> like because yeah. she's done some crappy movies and she's done a good performance in every crap. Yeah, she was oh, in yeah. Prometheus. Prometheus is a piece of garbage. <laughs> And she's awesome in Prometheus. Like, you know, regardless if she's an idiotly written character.
character that runs straight when a giant circular thing is yeah. uh, is rolling at you. Just go to the side, lady. Yeah, but <laughs> whatever. But her performance is solid. You know, it's like Charlie Theron is just pro. Yeah. So and she she's it's totally and seen it continued in this. on in this movie exactly. Uh, Art Parkinson I thought did a fantastic job. I as Kubo. know he did great. He was great as Kubo. He's yeah. fantastic. I never really heard the kid much of anything else. Well, um, no. I mean, the most that I've ever seen him personally is like you know. He's in like three seasons of Game of Thrones. Yeah, uh, well, yeah, exactly. He's in like and, three, and he doesn't know the serpentine. So yeah. seeing as a warrior, I'm like, I don't yeah. believe it. Right. I, mean, <laughs> I, I think he was he was in that crappy San Andreas movie, if I remember right. Um, uh, he was in some other animated stuff. I think he was like the main character in Freak Dog. If anybody remembers that one, no I idea. Think anybody remembers that? Yeah, that's that, or no, I'm thinking sounds of, like a thing. I'm thinking of Franken whatever. Franken weenie. Franken weenie. I'm thinking of Franken weenie. Oh, uh, okay. I don't know what Freak Dog is. That's probably some. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Uh, that's his fanfic of Franken weenie. Oh, okay. Is what it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Voicing voicing of himself. Uh, yeah, that work. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Ray Fiennes. I was confused as to why he was in this movie. Uh, he was awesome. Uh, yeah. He, oh my gosh. Yeah. He drew out some of the dragon in him. Like he was, you know, he was. Was freaking uh, spoilers. He's the dragon in uh, the Red Dragon. But <laughs> in case anybody's curious, but uh, you know it's an old movie, and you pretty much know that like in minute one of that movie. Well, and I, was saying, like, <laughs> I think the past ten years, it's okay to spoil things. You it's know, true, it's true. Uh, but he brought some of that out. He was, you know, just really cool performance from him. Uh, I wasn't sure what he was going to be. Either, yeah. So it was very interesting to see what he turned out to be. Um, George Takei. Don't know why he was credited. He barely did anything in this whole thing. He had like uh, five <laughs> lines. He had the, and he was even credited before Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. like, because George Takei is why. Yeah. You know, I understand, but like. He said, oh, my. That's oh, my. <laughs> yeah. He had a whole, like, speech afterwards, but it's just like, he wasn't in this movie. Yeah. At he had a all. whole thing like, with the altar, but. Yeah. That's all he had. And then it's like, eh, nah. You, you didn't really need. Yeah. Really hey, whatever. Need it's fine. Throw him a bone. Nod. Totally yeah. fine with that. They're going to pay him. You got to uh, spend that $60 million somewhere. That's true. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Rooney Mara stole the show she for me. So yeah. so good. Rooney Mara was so rad. I loved Rooney Mara as the, the, the twin witches or whatever the heck they were. <laughs> Yeah, whatever. Right. Twin witches is appropriate. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I think they're like called the witches too, or something like that. Let's say, just as, I think they're just okay, called the, the witches. Sis, they're just the called sisters. the sisters. Yeah. yeah, the sisters or the Moon King's daughters. But that's yeah. So Rooney Mara was fantastic as both of them. She's so good. She's so good at it. Yeah, it's so awesome. But uh, yeah, and also uh, this is one of the uh, Carrie uh, Hiroyuki Tagawa was also in this very briefly. He was the big is guy. It? He was like the big guy that was like cheering on. Oh story. yes. <laughs> I love that dude. That guy was awesome. Like, I, he needed a bigger part because I absolutely love him. Yeah, he, but he's he, Cheng Sung from he, Mortal Kombat. People know that. Oh, that's who he is? That's who that is. Yeah, oh, yeah, my yeah. gosh, that's Tagawa. awesome. That's Tagawa. Yeah, yeah. Knowing that he was Cheng Sung and this guy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it blows my mind, dude. Yeah, that's it's awesome. Like, it's like the, the fact that he was just that was like <laughs> such a waste, even though that character no, was great. I love that character, dude. Like, I, I just, like, obviously, we'll never see him again because, yeah, like no. you said, they don't, they don't do sequels. But no. <laughs> he, was, he was the cabbage man. From from Avatar, <laughs> dude, that's what his role was, and he did a great job at it. I oh. love that. Yeah, what? No, you gotta finish the story. You gotta finish it now. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, Tagawa's phenomenal. I've always loved Hiroyuki Tagawa, and uh, I want more of him. Yes, anything, anything. Knowing that Shanks' son now he, is, is great. He's also the best part of that really garbagey Tim Burton Planet of the Apes movie. Oh, I haven't uh, seen it. Yeah, he's the best part of that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, and that's. About he's a big gorilla in that. And he's 
actually fantastic in it. But yeah, you know, it's like but I love his voice. I want him to do more things and just the fact that he was in it, even in that small part, I was like, Yes, yes that was pretty awesome. As soon as I heard his voice, I was like, Ah, it's a Shang Tsung. Tsung. Oh man. Uh Tagawa's awesome. Yeah. But anyway, uh yeah, all but, the vo- voice acting solid. Yeah, no, it was great, Amazing. and I think this. Uh, I, I think a lot of it has to do with the musical score as well, as far as that. Yes. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Let us get to that. Yeah, <laughs> like, I just it was oh. I, to in order in order to make genuinely original music for a, for a movie. Right. I find to be like non-existent, if if at all, like almost nearly it, impossible. It typically happens in animation. It yes. does typically happen when it does happen. Uh, typically, you'll make a score for animation rather than have pop songs strown about it. Yeah, unless you're a, an Illumination movie. <laughs> like, yeah, or that's a different story. Know, so, yeah, but it, like, it really was, or not Illumination. Um, uh, DreamWorks, unless you're DreamWorks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, Illumination actually, because they have that one sing coming up, which that's yes, it's all covered songs, but at least it's like a, a an original done version of said songs. Yeah, yeah. So that's fine. You know, I'm I'm okay with that too. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm okay with. A soundtrack as well yeah still it just mm-hmm. it's nice to hear something that is coined re- specifically for this yes, you know, yes. and not just like uh, taking the most popular song off the radio and then like you know trying to throw it, it yeah insert it right here but i'm a huge fan and i'm i was talking about it at the shop before we came over here and i'm probably gonna butcher it here too but i'm a huge fan of the musical instru- instrument should i see him sham shamison sam shamison <laughs> japanese guitar yes is what i i love the sound of like when they just pluck the strings and right. whatnot and the fact that the, the majority of the score of this movie was based around mm-hmm. that I mean, like you can tell there's other instruments being played Obviously, yeah, yeah but it's it starts off with the with the the sh- shamison and it just then you you have this orchestra of other stuff come in after it and it's it's so beautiful right like the bird scene i mean i don't want to give too much of anything away but like it's just awesome i just love it yeah yeah the shot the shamisen is 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 beautifully portrayed in this uh very key in this whole thing very Mm -hmm. much so Uh, you know and uh the 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 tale just the music in general is just so beautiful. You can check it out on Spotify. It was released like two weeks before the movie even was. Uh, go check it out on Spotify. The full soundtrack's there. Or just buy it. Buy yeah. the soundtrack. Buy it, dang just it. Do it. Like, you, know, you can pay for it on Spotify as well. But you know, just but apparently the royalties are terrible on Spotify. Really? Apparently. Like, I don't know. Yeah, they got to make their money somehow. I guess. But like the royalties are awful. So like mm-hmm. use a different thing, I guess. Because yeah. there was a whole lawsuit like, like grounded up against it. And that's why Jay-Z started his whole... Uh, thing about it. Cause, oh, like, really? Apparently, the royalties for Spotify were garbage. Oh. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Or maybe they're just all greedy musicians mm. wanting money for their art. Yeah, how <laughs> dare they? How dare they want money for their art? Anyway, uh, <laughs> let's not get into that <laughs> yeah. argument, shall we? Uh, <laughs> but still, uh, but no, um, I don't know. It, it, it's it's a very it's a very classical type tale. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no real. There's a few surprises here and there, but there's there's no real like shockers or like twists in the story. Mm-mm. We know who the villain is. Turns out he's also the villain. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like we're led to know who the villain is. He really is the villain. They're really bad, and it, it just sort of takes the tale of an of an adventure story. Mm-hmm. Yeah. in 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 classic Japanese fashion. Yeah, you're just sort of to accept you know what these characters are what they're doing and why they're doing it. And you don't really know, need to know why they're doing it. You just know that they are doing it for whatever selfish purposes that they are. Yeah. So uh, one could say that the villains are kind of two-dimensional in this. I 
A little bit, yeah. I would argue against it a little. Um, I, I think in in the in the form of a classic tale, in the form of yeah, classic like storytelling. When, like, I was gonna say like define two dimensional. That's because, what I mean. Is is like you know it's like because they're just they're just kind of evil for evil's sake. Yeah, but, but they not really. They still have a reason behind it, and it's yeah. because it's their own personal. It, it is. Yeah, they have right. their own like, thing. They, they're not able to see beyond themselves. But it's that's, true. But it's I mean, tr- a lot of people can't do that, and they're human beings. It's true, and, and the the thing is, like, they're just they're just kind of like spiteful for spiteful's yeah. sake, which they are. And, yeah, you know, yeah. so one could one could claim that's pretty two dimensional. But uh, I think for what these beings are and why they did, and just the emotion that Rooney Mara and them put into it, like, was just like, oh, like, yeah. like th- th- there was real like like venom coming off of, of yeah. Mooney Mooney Ra- Mooney. Rooney Mara, that's yeah. it. Uh, when, when she was, you know, when she was battling Monkey in that, you know, yeah. one scene, we're not going to get into it, but like, there's like real venom being spat out of, oh yeah, you know, just like actual. They feel lo- very there's, betrayed. There's very betrayed. Much there's loss there. You know, there there's something that's wrong with it. And, and you, know. I, you could argue that it's only two dimensional because they really don't go much further than that right. into right. it. But you know, like just the fact that they gave us uh, a motivation behind what they were doing, I yes. think it's fine. You know, you can have a villain who's a villain. Maleficent is awesome. You know, it's not mo- you know it's not awesome. The movie Maleficent, where it just <laughs> explains why she's evil. It, it like, gives her it gives like, her a reason for her actions, I guess. But yeah, yeah ultimately, most stories. Yeah, when you when you humanize the the, the don't villain, try, yeah, don't try and sympathize to me, Maleficent, because <laughs> Maleficent is awesome as this evil witch from hell that's going to rain down on you because she's just spiteful. Yeah, and I just don't want to be humanized to that. I would say, actually, if you want to get more into it, like not here, but like I can actually get into more of yeah. Maleficent stuff as Maleficent, right? Yeah, and why she would be spiteful like that, right? Yeah, it's, <laughs> I don't care. I like know. that's the thing. Saying. It's just like I, like the fact that she's so. Spiteful and evil is just delightful to me. I don't, she has giant horns and a black robe, and the you know the the sisters have these white faces and crow capes, and it's just like yeah, they're evil. Yeah. I don't I don't need anything beyond that. You know, like, but I do like that they gave them the motivation of just being like betrayed, spiteful. Yeah, and I don't, like I don't want to say too much because you know. I'm like I'm obviously trying not to make spoilers here mm-hmm. by any sense, uh, sense of the mean, but they have a motive. Yeah, it's obviously to appease their master but right. it's you know their motive is they think they're in in so many ways they're just being you know doing doing what's right good yeah, yeah exactly yeah, right doing what they need to do because they're elitist you know it's like it's yeah, basically no, what it is. They, very they much think, so they oh, think yeah. what they're doing is is right and it's like these puny yeah you know, they even say it like humans and they're petty you know whatever you know yeah it's like they don't feel can, anything can we get into the spoiler parts because there's just so much i want to talk about here, <laughs> not guys. quite yet not uh, quite dang we, it. We, we can still well you know we, let's let's just talk about other stuff that i I don't know what else you want to talk about. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, like, I want to talk about like I think the art design's yeah. phenomenal. The score the was, was great. Beautiful. Yeah, no, the uh, animation's like I I'm, I'm, I don't know if I've ever said it on here. I know I've said it to you and many other people. I love stop motion animation. Yes. Oh That's why God, like yes. every year on Christmas, I will typically watch Nightmare Before Christmas. It's not because I'm a huge Jack Skellington fan or anything. It's because it's a Christmas stop motion animation. Of course, they also have Rudolph and all that other stuff. But like, there's a lot of those. I was, <laughs> but I was alive when that movie came out, and like, sure. it was just for the the theme of the whole thing was just I don't know. It was just right. really really well done. Yeah. But plus, the stop motion animations better than Rudolph as well yes. but there, there's 30 well, years difference but yeah exactly there's 30 years Just difference like there the but stop motion and like corpse right is better than oh, like yeah vastly better than, than Nightmare, uh, Before Nightmare Before Christmas yeah yeah 
But I just, I, yeah, I just, that art style, I don't know what it is. I like animation. You know, I yeah. love my animes. Yeah, I, I like my just Kubo, regular cartoon. But you know, Kubo is just. Kubo is the cream fantastic. of the crop right now. Yeah. For when oh, comes yeah. To just th- some of those scenes were just like with the, you know, not to, not really spoil them, but when the village is being destroyed. Yeah. You know, stuff like that, that the giant skeleton and that cool little animation at the end where we see the giant we're, skeleton yeah. yes. built. Yeah. So cool. That like, was just, pretty cool. All the cameras. Like just wired I just like the way they played with like light and all that stuff and everything, and it's just you're watching it and like you think Matt was looking at me and I would just be like open mouth and I was yeah. just like, well, it's just so pretty. And you, you look at it and you think like, oh, that's 3D, obviously, or like some parts like, yeah. well, they probably enhanced that with computer effects, nope. but no, like nope. the skeleton like is actually they zoomed cameras around it and had all these different angles, which is a really cool part of the credits to uh, watch because you right. can see like how like it's huge, magnificent <laughs> this thing is. It's huge. It's like. Yeah. The size of a human being. Well, it's like, bigger than a human bigger being. Than person. Like the yeah. the dude, the the skeleton's hand would go around the whole dude's head. Like yeah. it was, it was huge. Yeah. Like if this thing stood up, yeah. it'd probably be like nine feet tall. Right. Yeah. yeah. The thing is massive. Yeah. It, it's just it's gorgeous, and yeah. uh, I don't know. It just there's something about that craft that's just like it's it's just so. It's almost a lost art nowadays. It is. Mm-hmm. It's so enjoyable to watch. Uh, this movie. Um, I, I don't know if this was a limited release movie or what. Um, I have no clue. But, not that I can tell because it, it doesn't say limited release. It doesn't anywhere. say limited release, but it was not in one of our biggest theaters here today. Really? Th- today. Really? I don't, no, it was not at – because we went to Stony Brook today, uh, and uh, it was not in uh, uh, St. Matthews. It was huh. not at St. Matthews at all. Really? That's weird. It was not there. Because they're, they're a Cinemark, which is – yeah. Yeah, not. I was gonna say they did have the Blankenbaker, right? Yeah, they had it I escape. guess where I watched it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I wonder then if they had it at uh, Tinseltown then, yeah, because yeah. uh, Tinseltown's a Cinemark product mm-hmm. uh, uh, company as well. Right. So I, I think now, if I remember right, I think Karma, I think, uh, or I think Cinemark, uh, St. Uh, Matthews, I think they had a free movie day, and they had a lot of theaters rented out for the free movies. Uh, so that might have been it. Maybe like next week it'll show up or something, right? But it's just really weird to not have an opening animated feature. Especially on a free movie day that had all animated movies featured. Yeah, right. It was like Shrek, uh, you know, uh, Pan- uh, Kung Fu Panda three, like all these like animated movies that were free to get into, and it's like, why is it Where is like this, the this top, is a like, new one? Like the brand new animated. Get people to go watch this there. one, guys. So I don't know. Um, I hope this thing does box office magic. I really want them to hit because they've never done like amazing like box office hits or anything like that. Yeah. But the marketing is always kept small for these, mm-hmm. and the budget is kept small for these for at sixty million per. Uh, and but they always make a profit. Uh, which is why they continue to make money, uh, and I'm assuming they all they, they do well in DVD sales and everything, and other merch sales and everything. But uh, I think they make yeah they make like ninety like uh, yeah the profit rate's like ninety percent on Coraline, seventy five percent on Box Trolls, and not you know just stuff like that. It's just I don't know. It, it I need this to do well. I, I want this to become. Again, like I you said, I want to make more. Right. I I I love like look 3D animation has become beautiful. Absolutely spectacular now. Mm-hmm. Uh, most 3D animation, uh, even for TV, has been great. Um, you know, like it's improved for television programs. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, uh, but I, I want diversity. I want yes. I want 2D animation back on the green on the big screen in some capacity. And the first thing I got, the only thing I got was freaking 
or not the only thing, but it was like was was Killing Joke, and that was just adapted for it. You know, yeah, yeah. Like, I wouldn't really, I wouldn't really count that because like DC, even that, though it is, but that is like the first two D animated feature I've seen on the big screen in a long time. In a long time, true. Since what, like Princess and the Frog Princess and the Frog era? Yeah, like Princess and the Frog. Uh, there might have been something after that. That was the last Disney one that I yeah, know of. Princess def- and the Frog is the absolute last Disney. The one. last Disney one, but, but after that. Uh, for theaters, nothing I, I can really Iron Giant of. re-release that doesn't count because no, that's yeah. a re-release. That's, that's re- yeah, <laughs> so, you know it's just like it's nuts. Mm. So I don't it's know. True. I need more 2D animation. I need it. I, need I just want more it. stop motion animation. Stop I, motion, I, I yeah. love stop motion as well. Just all forms. Like I don't even. Need, it, I mean, like don't get me wrong. The 3D printed versions yes. are awesome. Right. But like, go back to the old school. That's and, fine too. I'm I'm all right with that. And I know it's CG. I know it's like computer generated imaging, but. Uh, give me a Paper Man style movie, man. Oh, oh yeah, I need Paper Man movie. Yes, that's what Moana was gonna be. <gasps> Moana was gonna be in like 2019. They pulled it up because they wanted <gasps> they wanted the to pull because they wanted to pull on the Rock. Yeah, and you know it's like, well, let's get him now while he's hot. And then, but and also that technology apparently doesn't do well with color. And they wanted it to be a colorful movie, so they mm. couldn't quite do it yet. But mm. I think, like right now, you you just make what you can with because that yeah. It's well, you got so to good. so so good. Good, it's beautiful. <laughs> it, you might see London right now. She was mesmerized almost she was. She was, for just she was like waving her hands. Oh, it's good, man. It, it was. <laughs> it was good. And that's oh yeah, no, it's it's so, it's amazing. So I, I eagerly await. I, I need this to be big because I want more different styles of animation. I well, I'll be surprised if this flops. Now, does it, it won't does, flop. does it go big? I don't know about yeah. that. But I don't think it'll flop. But so far, it's only made four million. It's only been two uh, two days. So. Yeah. And but you know, it's only been two days. Yeah. And, let's give it the weekend. Yeah. Give it the full weekend. Gonna say, there's going to be plenty happens. of stuff for kids. That, yeah. They need movies. Sundays are typically big for kids. The Tuesday after is big for kids' movies. Yep. Yeah. Because so, it's a cheap night movie. Cheap night, exactly. Cheap night. So. Uh, the, it's got plenty of time, and I think it'll probably make as much as, uh, if not box trolls, as much as Coraline. As well, it should. It should make, it should make well over a hundred million. Yeah. It should. I would and, hope so. And if it's it, fantastic, and if it doesn't, you, you audiences are foolish, and you need <laughs> to go see this movie because it's fantastic. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, some pretty scary parts for children, I would say. Yeah, uh, like Emmy, we, Emmy was a little bit uh, we freaking went, out. When we go see, <laughs> went to go see it with uh, Stephen and his uh, three year old daughter Emmy, she yeah. came with us, and uh, well, she's fidgety anyways. She is fidgety. so like she right. she was kind of like I gotta go potty. Steve was like, we just went, and, <laughs> but um, but yeah, the like the whole skeleton part. Yeah, yeah that she, was you could tell she was kind of just a little. She was on edge a little bit. Yeah, but <laughs> I was um before I came over here um. Uh, we 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 all met up at the 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 shop, the destination, mm-hmm. and uh, longtime customer Danny Case was there with his son Draven. Yeah, and yeah. I was talking to him about the movie and or him and Evan actually, and I was just like, "It's amazing, guys!" And he, Danny's like, "Oh, I was thinking about taking the kids," and I was like, "Yeah, but you know, there might be you know some parts in there that might be a little scary." He's like, "How so?" And he's like, "Well, there's this giant skeleton's got you know all this stuff going on, and <laughs> it gets a little dark and all this stuff." He's like. My kids watched Nightmare Before on, on, on Elm Street, so uh, I'm yeah. pretty sure they're going to be okay with uh, a giant skeleton thing right. or whatever. I was like, okay. Yeah. So it's subjective as far as like – It very much sure. so is. Because Draven's like – I think Draven's six or seven, so yeah, he's a right. little bit older than Emmy, but like yeah, it really depends. Like it, it's subjective. It, like yeah. some parents some parents let their kids watch Walking Dead, so. Because like uh, I was seated literally next to like a little kid. He was like sitting in his dad's lap with the skeleton part. He might have like dug himself a little bit right. closer into dad. Sure. Sure, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like, you know, 
crying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, as a person with no kids, I was like, thank you. I swear <laughs> to God, if this kid starts crying, because <laughs> like he's sitting in his dad's lap, it's like one of the only seats in the theater, and I'm just like, right, yeah. but no, the kid was like good during all that stuff. Good. Oh, nice. There we go. But yeah, it, it it seemed to keep a lot, and that's the thing. Like, uh, I think all the all the adults seemed impressed. The kids all seemed enthralled by yeah. everything that was going mm-hmm. on. A lot of talkers in this one, actually. A lot of yeah. kids were talkers. In <laughs> that's why game. I was like, "What's going on?" Yeah. Not, not just Emmy, but like like other well, kids. Like, just was, like, I, just like, the, just like watch the movie. Yeah, right? I know. Like, what's he doing with that paper? It's like we don't know because it just started. So yes. why don't you watch? So <laughs> let's see yeah, let's see how it goes. Okay. I mean, that wasn't really an issue in my theater, so it's probably just right. dependent on where you go. Sure, yeah. And, yeah, what a cool power. Paper power. It's yeah. Like, I, I, I want, I it's want not the spoiler, I think. Is that a spoiler? I think that's a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. It's in the, tra- it's in the trailer. On the trailer. Okay. That wasn't a spoiler. Okay. It's not a spoiler. But, yes, we can finally get into spoilers. Thank you. Since you can't seem to I can't. Out. I'm over here fidgeting with my Q. bottle. But like, oh. Cue right. noise. Bling. So, well, you didn't have to do it. <laughs> so, anybody who wants to check out, anybody who wants to listen to the rest of this after we've done with the spoilers and everything, go check out This Mark. One hour and 20 minutes. And join us then. So, uh, but let's get into spoilers here, guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's get into spoilers. So, basically, uh movie starts out with, uh, as, as the trailer portrays, yes. uh, Kubo's mother on a boat. Mm. Taking on a tidal wave with her awesome guitar or her uh, shamisen, shamisen, her shamisen, and uh, yeah, um, basically there's just there there's there's a ripe of mystery around it. Um, it's all based on stories. Yeah, it's it is. all based. I love the story. way that they opened up the the, the movie mm-hmm. was when um, Kubo. How he opens up his stories. His stories. Exactly. And it's like Kubo's telling you the story. Yeah, in he's a way. basically telling you the story of where we're at. Of where, yeah, like how he. So good. You know, his, his, his quest, I yeah. guess you could say, because this yes. very much so. Maybe was, telling his grandfather? Uh, possibly, possibly. But, um, but yeah. Uh, so basically, uh, we, we, we are led to believe that uh, Kubo's grandfather is out to get his eyes, which yes. is terrifying. Yes. Yes. Or, uh, it's very Coraline. Already, yeah. It was brilliant. Like I loved like because like there's this whole like, you know this whole like story narration as all this stuff's going on. His mom hits his head on this rock and she's crawling along the beach trying to like you know pick up her son who's writhing in uh, in, in this cloth and it's just like and the story is just being told. It's and like she they scrapes her face up and she keeps right. that scar for and, like the entirety of the movie. Yeah, yeah. And, and and just like the uh, you know Kubo's narrating it's just like they were running from his grandfather because he already took something of it already stole part of him and it just you just, reveal and he has one eye yeah. his baby has one eye and you're just like oh my god yeah, like I know. what Why? yeah right off the bat you're just like what kind of family is this cuz i know the story like i know he has a patch like i've seen that in the yeah. trailer yeah. but it's just like i don't like okay, whatever. He was either born without the eye, or like, or you know, it, it's like feudal times. Something yeah, that could happen. Like, yeah, yeah, he's like a disease or, or something like that. Disease, or or, or maybe it's or a magical eye, animal. and it just you yeah. know, yeah, maybe it's a magical eye. Who or knows? Something. He flips it up, and it's yeah. all or the, yeah, or the same boat accident that gives his mother the scar. Yeah, yeah. It just took like, his eye. Yeah, make, yeah, it just makes sense. But no, his, his grandfather took <laughs> it. Totally, it. yeah, it's insane. Uh, so yeah. got a good reason, guys. Okay, it's a pretty good reason. Um, it's an eye reason. So <laughs> yeah. I was, I was curious. I will never, I will never, ever, 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 ever on this podcast spoil Paranorman for anyone. Period. You just need to go watch Paranorman. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, if I can find it, I will. Uh, it's on. I think it's still on Netflix. No, it's not. Okay, well then check out. Don't. 
Don't check out. Don't that. check out Kiss Cartoon. Yeah, do not. Don't ever check out Kiss Cartoon. Don't go there where it is likely hosted. More than likely extreme. on that site. We do not condone the use no. of Kiss Cartoon. Do not do it. Don't do it. Uh, but um, <laughs> yes, I will never, 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 ever, ever, ever spoil that movie um, uh, because it's just not portrayed in the way that it actually presents its story. Okay. Um, so I was interested to see if this would be a safer type movie. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Box Trolls was kind of safer, but it did have a great little play on like racism and prejudice and yeah. you know, stuff like that, which is just always you know preconceived that, notions of exactly something that's weird, exactly, which is a time honored thing in animation. Cute. Yes, Utopia. right. Cue, yeah, cue tons <laughs> of yes. Yes. movies, yes. But, tons of garbage. Yes, cue the cue the I'm garbage. Just something relative, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Relative to what's going on. Yeah, but uh, yeah, there's so much of it, but it was done very well. So I was just curious as to like if this would be playing it safe, and right off the bat. Uh, we have a child caring for his catatonic mother. Yeah. Right? And I just, I was like, I, I don't know if you guys saw me. I was like tearing up. Like that whole scene. It's emotional. Dude. Where he wakes her up and feeds her. And I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah, God. this little boy does this every day. <laughs> and it was just one of those things where as it like progresses through, like, and she starts waking up, I was like, right. I wonder, like, it rings so much close because of like Alzheimer's and stuff. Right, like, it's, to it's, the point it's, where they oh, can't sometimes wow, yeah. understand what they're doing. She's yeah. forgetting herself. She's forgetting her memory. She it, does. He's telling her these stories. Mm-hmm. It, it feels very Alzheimer's type. Yes. Deal. Yeah, like in, in a very you know different. But I'm sure other head trauma. You would just had just mental diseases, yeah. in but definitely. General. But yeah, like like Alzheimer's stuff like that. Or you know, it's like for some reason people like to prey on memories in in kids animation now because Dory did it. Yeah, and oh. it was just like Gah! so. Let's just shove that shit right in your. Heart. And and that and that's just something that like like that's just a really big kind of like touchy spot for me. Well, I mean, this, it, I, you know, it's a family. Like, they live in a cave, and he takes care of his mother, and he goes out to the market every and, day and, and plays this, this wonderful uh, music to feed his mother and himself. And it's just like, oh my gosh, well, I'm so sorry. Yep, yep. Are you okay? I, I am you not, man. Like, I'm like it, there was a couple times in this movie uh, where it oh, really I got like, to, like crying in a lot of these places. Yeah, I was like, I, oh, I know, I'm not. I'm just going to tell you, I was a baby. I was a baby in this movie. I, I there's, was, there's parts where I was just like, okay, the, just don't, those, don't sob. Just like, let the tears roll. Don't you sob, Mitch? <laughs> don't you sob? I was honestly, honestly uh, relieved when the when night came. And we had that reveal about his mother. Oh yeah, because oh, like yes. I, because I honestly oh, like God, I was yes. just like, this is horrible. Yeah, this like, is awful. That whole scene where he's feeding, and I'm just like eating her rice. And she's just, I'm just like, there. oh my god. Like I'm just like, this but is. She's so, there to a degree. This she's is eating the rice. This is worse than a Disney so, mom death. Yeah. Like this <laughs> is so worse. Yeah. She still has to place it in her mouth though. It's yeah, just intense. And yeah. I'm, I'm just like, how did this like how did this kid do this for like you know when he was a baby? Like this doesn't make like this is horrible. Mm-hmm. And then. Uh, the reveal kind of happens and like and you don't really understand it at the beginning but night comes and she wakes up yeah basically yes. she comes out of this catatonic state and she's first thing she says every time is kubo kubo where is he and he's always right there yeah it's great and it's just like oh that's cool is it a curse is it is it just like a psychological you know thing it's like we understand later why they don't yeah. they don't directly explain it which i like yeah yeah but kind of like leave it. you up to to make your own theory on but it but you get it and definitely the head injury is the reason why she goes you know sure yeah catatonic but you know just, i thought it was but, simply just because she's a 
well, Moon Princess. Well, yeah. sure, but it's just. And but, I mean, Rooney Mar- Mara's character doesn't even come out. But she has night. a, but like that's the thing. She has like a mortal body. And yeah, thing, there's so. a physical, there's, there's a physical there's a aspect, physical aspect to her now. To her, yeah, but so. I, I thought the same thing as well, yeah. London. That it's like it has something to do with the moon. It, that, that is the reason she wakes up. I think. Yeah. Uh, well, it's and, like uh, the way yeah. I, the way I look at it is like like with Avatar, like right. the, the waterbenders get more powerful at night, so like right. she can draw well, on to yeah. getting her memories back at night. Right. Yeah. It's just there's something a little bit stronger there. And then she gets tired because her physical body is up all day. You know, it's just like that's that's the interesting thing is just. But it's she's only able to be, yeah because she's only able to like be awake with Kubo awake yeah. with Kubo for like a couple hours. Yeah, just like and then hours. she's telling him all these stories and then she forgets these stories. And yeah, yep. she can't quite remember who went to the castle. Or... It's just it's brutal. Yes, it's, yes, it's, 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 a, it's a sad first twenty minutes it's of the a movie, man. Brutal it's start. Crazy. Um, and she's very adamant about you know it's like you always have to keep the, mon- the the monkey charm on at all times. Yep. You keep your father's robe on at all times, mm-hmm. and you always be back here by yep. dark. Period. That's every rule. Um, uh, you know, Kubo goes into town and tells these lavish, lavish stories that her mother tells her with uh, his paper his origami powers. Yeah, you know, yeah. and it's super awesome. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Like, like the, I, mm. when talking about the animation, it's one thing to see a character, a human being. Looks so realistic, but it's right. it's another completely different thing. In order for him to make this tiny samurai guy, yeah, like this paper just folds it folds yeah. up on itself, and psh, there's a little samurai guy, and then another paper folds up, and psh, there's a little dragon over here, and you know, it's just <laughs> it was so fire breathing chicken, fire breathing chicken, yeah. <laughs> Put the chicken in there. Everyone loves chickens. It's funny, and it's a it's a brilliant direction to take the art because you know you're doing stop motion animation, so seeing these paper constructs is just just natural to the eye yeah because that's what you're watching anyway is just like you're seeing like you know these these plastic constructs moving about and everything so seeing moving origami just makes sense Mm -hmm. to the eye it's just already like it's already implanted that like oh yeah that looks like as real as anything else there yeah Yeah. because you know it, it just works so Kubo has cool paper powers, and the uh, entire town loves it. Like yeah. he, yeah. he so, shows up that, and he goes, "Blink if you must," right. or or something like that. Blink now, blink. Or, right now. If you yeah. must blink, blink, blink now. Do so now. And then everyone's like, "Huh?" And they all just gather yeah, around. Yeah, so him. good. Yeah, and they just love the stories, and they give him money, and you know. So. And that's when yeah. Shang Tsung shows up. That's <laughs> when George Takai. Yes. Oh, yeah, that so guy. Good. Oh man, he's it's so awesome. awesome. Yeah. So good. We're not gonna like spoil like the whole plot. Yeah, I don't. I don't feel like we don't. You go pay, you know, but scene by scene. Eventually, you know, eventually he's out at night uh, because of the very touching scene where he wants to talk to his father, who's yeah. passed away. His Hanzo, who passed away defending him and his mother, mm-hmm. uh, he wants to speak to him with a lan- through a lantern, old chi- old Japanese tradition, yep. et cetera, et cetera. As told by George Takei, as told by yes. George Takei, which is his <laughs> only freaking moment in the movie. Yeah, uh, it's like good. Good don't check. You, don't good. you downplay his I'm oh just, my. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. yeah but like, not the oh my. It's like, good, good check, George. Good yeah, check. Showed up for a day and you know, <laughs> got a good payday. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, no. no it, it's fine. It's fine. It's George Takei. You can do it. It's George Takei. Yeah, uh, man. Uh, but anyway, so, no, it, it, it it's, uh, so basically the, the sisters show up, like, immediately. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, they know, he's, like, they know wow. he's out at night, like, oh, they're that little. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah, it's like, right? you're yeah, good at your is. job, you know Which, that? You're they knew no instantly. They Which, like, gotcha. <laughs> to be fair, they are 
technically, I would think looking down from the moon. Yeah, that's sure. what they're doing. So but that's a whole like side of the planet that so you gotta like scan every, all every time. It's, it's like it's magic. Dude. I guess so. Yeah, that's they true. Just, they, they zero they in. They can on probably it. sense that. I mean, he's yeah. Their yeah I guess that's true. So if he's inside and you can't see it, it's like well, he's not <laughs> so today. much for your magic. So, Put a steel roof over top of well, him. Yeah, he's well, he's they, fine. Well, yeah, they have. He has to be cascaded in the moonlight. It's like the moon from Adventure Time. Yeah. Okay. Light, I, yes. just, I see you. That's mm-hmm. the thing. So. But like, I just, I'm sitting here thinking, I'm like, you so are. this entire thing could have been avoided if someone just gave him that dude like a, a mean, little yeah. sheet over top of him. Well, like, he didn't think about it. And I'm, I'm sure he didn't think that, like, oh, the instant it turns night that I'm outside. Exactly. Yeah, I'm, he thought he had, like, like, you know, like a little leeway. Uh, right. Yeah. No. Like, like grace like, period. Like, yeah. so, um, sun's down, yeah. but you got 10 no. minutes. Like, Mom is just a little overprotective. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's like, nope, but, she's dead yeah. serious. Like, <laughs> Which is the, dead she, serious. You come to find out that she is very overprotective anyway, so we'll get to that in a sec. But for good reason. Yeah. Very good reasons. She, you know, they found him instantly. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. Like, literally. No it was like that. Just, and, and then tore up his town. So yeah, like, no, dude, that was crazy. I, I, I thought that, because like, when they, they sent their right. little smoke monster or whatever after right. him. Yeah, yeah. I, and then they started, the smoke monster started wrapping around the, uh, the Japanese gate. Yeah. I was like, oh, it's like sacred or something yeah. like this. It's not nope. going to pass. Nope. It nope. just busts right through and just starts ravaging the village. Yeah, it's crazy. And it was crazy. Wonderfully animated stuff. Obviously, the smoke is. CGI, sure. Yeah. But the yeah. the village being decimated is not like it's no. clearly that's motion ca- like that's actually motion captured destruction like it's beautiful. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, it, it's just I, I I was I was enthralled by that scene because it was so quick, but it was just like wow, that looks really good. Yeah, like, it, just, it looks really cool. It's very 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 well done. Uh, yeah. So Kubo's mother shows up to defend her against her sisters. <sighs> oh, this is. Uh, her sisters. I'm gonna be okay. We'll be fine. Uh, we'll be fine. You're right there. Bitch. Oh man, I'm telling you, this this scene right uh, here was a tearjerker too. Because like he goes on to say later on in the in the in the movie. Yeah. But there was a certain sense of clarity she had there that was not as prevalent as it was when she was like telling him stories and stuff right. like that. Her eyes, she's like something about him. She right. just she knew her soul was there. Again. Yes. Yeah. Kubo had to be protected. Yeah. And she was there to make sure he was going to get out of town. Yeah. Safely. Yeah. Yes. Um, and, and I think that sort of resonated into her transferring her spirit into the monkey. Yes. Which was not fully explained, which again, I kind of liked. Yeah. Um, because they even, well, it wasn't directly explained, but during the journey when she's with Beetle and with Monkey, mm-hmm. uh, Monkey does this explanation of you know, uh, you know, it's like when we it's like when we pass when we pass on, we don't die, you know, it's like we don't just disappear, we shift, we shift, we change form, and I'm just like, well, that's an allegory, yeah, you know? yeah. it's like, you know, it's like that means yeah, something. It's like, well, that's an allegory. Yeah, there's a purpose yeah. behind that so, being said. Yeah, and In that's and that's after you, senses. exactly, yeah. and that's after you've already learned that she's uh, his mother, that monkey is her mother, and everything like that. Yeah, so, which you know, was about so. the point that I figured out about right. Beetle. And you posited already that monkey was so yeah. Mother. So that was like, interesting because I didn't see that coming at all. I, I just assumed it was well when she when when his when Kubo's mom. Put the idol in the backpack, and right. then she tapped his back. Yeah, it sprouted the wings. But right. in my mind, I was like, "Oh, so this is where the charm's going to get activated." Right, exactly. And, yeah. it, and, and it, it granted it was his mother's magic right. that that brought about brought it about. Right. But just the way the monkey acted mm-hmm. is very motherly. Yes. And it didn't act like a guardian spirit. A guardian spirit would be more so along the lines of very like I don't know like. Uh, 
almost servile. It would right, be willing true. to answer as many questions as you wanted to, yeah. right? Yeah, whatever yeah. you wanted to. And she, yeah. and when Monkey was interacting with Kubo, the first interaction was like, "You need to get up. We need to find shelter. Let's go." <laughs> yeah. And then the ne- very next thing is eat, eat. Yeah. Like yeah, th- eat these it. are all motherly aspects. And I was like, true. "That's well, his mom." Yeah. So I'm pretty sure. Well, I mean, it doesn't help that it's voiced by sharks. Well, that's true too. Yeah, it's the right. same voice well, actress, but yeah, I, I didn't really like. I, I just sort of took it as like, oh, that's the charm. She charmed it like that. Yeah. I, it just it didn't it uh, didn't resonate with me that she's going to be the mother. Yeah, like, I just assumed that I just, and she transferred her soul to the or she trans not that she transferred her soul, but her, she like she like she magic. gave it gave, she it, gave it life. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. The, yeah. and the monkey's acting on its own free will yeah. as opposed to just yeah. being inhabited by. In- interesting little tidbit. I don't know if you guys noticed this when his mother was dreaming and the paper started to float yeah. did you notice that the paper was the same color as monkey no it was mm. mostly blue and a few little red pieces of her mouth and uh huh. and everything did not yeah. get did that. Not notice that. Mm-hmm. of her mouth and paws the the paper that was floating was like that bluish white that bluish white and the and the red and that mm. was the huh. only colors that came out and did the thing so I was well like, now i gotta watch it again nice little, and go see that yeah so so i assumed like that monkey was gonna be i, I forgot about the monkey charm in a way because yeah. i was just yeah. like because when she was like, you don't recognize me, do you? I was like, oh, yeah, the monkey charm. I forgot. Like, I, <laughs> oh. I thought it was a paper construct. That Actually, he made. I instantly oh, thought yeah. when mm-hmm. they were calling it Mr. Monkey, I was like, but isn't right. <laughs> it voiced by See, I didn't even, Charlie's? I didn't even think about that. Like, yeah. I did not think about, like, oh, the monkey is going to be monkey. Yeah. Like, I was just like, I don't yeah. know why. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just wasn't, I was so enthralled by the fact that he was taking care of, by, taking care of his catatonic mother that I just, <laughs> I just leapt all the rest of the plot out. I'm just like, this yeah. is so sad. Why does no one want to help this child? Oh. They have one up Disney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, did, know, yeah. It's, it's worse than a mom death. It's just so, like, oh, God. Like, it's true. It's like I, I loved it. Death without death. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Undeath. I, and then it was even like it was kind of like even exacerbated. Like it was it was sort of toned down a little bit, but also exacerbated that she got her memory back for those few hours. Yeah, just every once in a while. Because then it's like, hey, there is some humanity left here. There's some sort of connection. But then he loses it every morning. It's horrible. Yeah. Like it's, he puts her to bed. He wakes her up. Hey, mom. Oh, yeah. And then when she asks what happened to his eye, and it's just like, oh, <laughs> god, it's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, they go on a big adventure after uh, after Monkey becomes a thing. They find yeah, how, they Antarctica. Where do they land at? Like, what is know, that? Whatever. I, I mean, like, I guess, I guess Japan does have like snowy caps, yeah, snowy and so area, they know. can just, just snow in Japan. Yeah, yeah, yeah but it's just it's, like it's, this looks like a wasteland. It's and, all like, magical BS. Well, it's just like the like the 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 statue that was buried right, and it was yeah. huge. And it was like, yeah. oh my god, what is it? Where are about we? That, like Kuan Yin rose quartz type. Yeah, yeah deal. exactly. Very yeah, much so, yeah. and, and uh, which that's actually in the, in the statue is the first time we get to see Beetle. Yep, Beetle pops in. He's he's uh, described as a as a uh, a student of Hanzo. Yep, his father, um, just some Beetle cursed samurai. Yeah, cursed he is. But yeah. cursed. literally, as soon as I heard, I don't remember much, but I think I knew your father. I was like, yeah. And, and I almost guaranteed this is going to happen. <laughs> see, I didn't. I didn't see that coming. I didn't. I didn't get the father and Beetle part. I did when they revealed the mother. I was like, oh, so no. that's Hanzo. I mean, I, as, it, soon, it was, as soon as they started, like right after the skeleton, when they were right. you know being nice to one another, I was like, right, all right, it's confirmed. Yeah. I got this. See. I didn't even get that. I literally I thought I was no. like, oh, he was a, a pupil of Hanzo, and right. he's yeah. now sworn but, to protect. Right. You as, know, as soon as, as soon as they really, as soon as they revealed uh, Monkey being. Uh, his mother. I was like, oh, so Konzo's. You know, you know what I got immediately. They were starting to get flirty. I was like, yeah, and that's the reason I fought back. Like, oh yeah, they were flirting. So that's definitely Hanzo. 
They're being so. flirty. There's a reason these two souls are doing this. Right, exactly. Without even knowledge of one another, essentially. Right. Yeah. I, I literally picked it up when... Uh, uh, the sister, the sister. Adam, she was, she yeah, was like, like, "Do you not remember who you are?" I'm like, "Oh, uh, I know who that is." And, and that's <laughs> that's what's so cool about this movie. Uh, there, there is a there is a, a clear narrative through this whole thing that memories are power. Yes, uh, they're taken away from people. They are returned. Memories are directly responsible for ending the big bad. Stories oh, yeah. are memories. Yeah, there's just all there, everything about it. A story is a memory. It's all mm-hmm. it is. It's just a memory being retold to other people. Yeah. Um. It, it's just it beautifully done. Like just like the fact that memories play such a role in every single you know uh, character. Because mm-hmm. at one point Kubo's mother doesn't have any memory of you know what happened, and then when she's resurrected as monkey, you know, like she doesn't want him to know about it. Uh, Hanzo loses his memories, becomes mm-hmm. Beetle. Uh, it's just, it's so interesting. Like, I, I don't know. It, it's so, so intriguing. Yeah. Um, well, and like, it, I, I think I'm getting ahead of myself here because, you know, uh, this is after they've already been on the boat, it, I believe. It, it's fine. We're but, not, we're not doing, <laughs> we're not doing chronological. I'm just kind of jumping around. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just jumping around. But when yeah. Beetle is, uh, when, uh, Monkey is talking to Beetle and about yeah. Kubo. Right. And she's like, I just didn't want him to know because I don't have much time to be here. And, you know, when I'm gone, I'm gone. And she's like, Beetle's like, no. Kubo's going to tell your story, and exactly. they're going to tell their, that story to their friends, their and that's friends. they're going to tell. Friends. Yeah, exactly. And then he, he goes on a little bit too long with that, but ultimately, <laughs> he's trying to say that your memory lives on through others' memories. Like you will, you your physical body will pass, but you, right. the essence of who you are, will live on through story. Right, and that's totally true. Like you know, oh, yeah. people, yeah. The, you're only truly forgotten, truly gone when there is no like recollection of you even if your physical body passes you still have people to remember who you are and to a degree i guess you know you still still kind of stick around in, in some aspect <laughs> some form yeah. of, of a way if, it, if anything just through a memory right so. exactly so yeah it, it, it's beautifully done uh i i love like all the like all the subtext of you know, uh, being reborn, resurrection. You know, that's very zen in a in a, in, a, in a certain manner. Um, the the fact that the lanterns come into it, it's a little bit quick, but because they go back to the the town and then for yes. some that, that that was my one complaint. Yeah, just, like those people were just like sitting there the whole time. Yeah, like, that's, like, that's my like, only problem with it too. They're yeah. still like cowering in the debris. I know. It's like what. Did you guys like not like try to build anything? Like, like, no, like, we're defeated. Been? We're done. I mean, it's kind of like the well, also, joke of like when uh, robbers are like, stand down and count to a hundred. Right. Yeah. Then they like, have to count to a million or something. Like, right. what is going on? It's like, what, like, dudes, like, like, come on, like, he's been gone for weeks. Yeah. It's like yeah. either you try to rebuild anything, either or rebuild or move across, on, like, guys. Small ocean. Yeah. yeah. And, and also for the simple fact. Do the lanterns not move? Yes. Yeah. Like, I the, too. like, do they not yeah. just go down it, river? Yeah, they should go up river, but like, it, they just. It felt like they compressed time a little bit in that part. That's my one complaint yeah. in storytelling. It's just like, it was like these, like, 
I don't know. It was like it was like they left out a part where like the village was shrouded in time or something. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, like, like that was like a thing that like they just forgot yeah. to mention. Or, I don't know. It just, that, that, that was the one I bit. See that. I love the reveal of Ray Fiennes because I was like, "Where's Ray Fiennes in this movie?" Yeah, that I was, was honestly like, "Where is he?" Because I've seen I see him in the trailer. And yeah, I, and I'm just like, "Oh!" And then it hit me before he showed up. I was like, "Oh wait, he's probably the Moon King." Yeah, like probably- I didn't even think about <laughs> that because it's just like because it's the one character we haven't seen yet. Yeah. And I'm like, exactly. Ray Fiennes hasn't shown up. And then when he's the character that's like you know talking to Kubo in the dream, I was like, real super chill, right? Super chill. But yeah. I but I knew it immediately because he said he yeah. was blind. I was like, okay, duh. That's, as soon as I saw the blindness, I was he's like, the, he's oh, no. the Moon King. Because he, actually, my he, mind went completely off. I was like, oh no, it's yeah. some other mother stuff. No, no, no. Don't <laughs> Yeah, but it's just I, I love the way they portrayed him. Like first off, that he was just like you know like yeah hey this is, this is who I am. I'm you know like take a guess, and he's very nice and cordial and everything. But he leads him into a trap, yeah. obviously. Uh, but that, that's the thing is just like I but, don't know. He, ah. But ultimately, and and I think we uh, I don't know, I guess we don't have to say because people are probably going to end up seeing this movie anyways. But yeah. the whole purpose of the Moon King Kubo's grandfather mm-hmm. of doing this. Is because he wants Kubo to be blind to humanity. Yes, in yes. order to be able to live up in the heavens with him and his and his, his daughters, daughters and his family, his yeah. true family. Right. Because I guess he considers Hanzo dirty, dirty. earth, dirty yeah, human, dirty, yeah. human. Groceries. Yeah, they're yeah. they're not gods, so yeah. to speak. Yeah. And that is ultimately the 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 flaw of any type of supernatural being is that they always think they are above yep. everything. And of course, Kubo being of two worlds. Yeah. Or two realms, I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, he has been able to see all the good things that happen on Earth as well as the, yes, there are horrible things that happen: war, disease, pestilence, all that stuff. But you also have kindness and caring, yeah. and, and love. Not even, not even remotely tempted. Like at any yeah. point, like he's no. already just like, dude, you messed this up way before. <laughs> yeah. Okay, like yeah. you like, took my eye, dude. It's, it's like you are so beyond any sort of sympathy for me. Like, yeah. Uh, so he immediately turns into a giant moon dragon, which is just awesome. Yeah, dude, so it was, it was cool. wicked. Yeah, so I don't know what cool. that was all about. But. Uh, and the know. animation with that was amazing, oh, too. Yeah. Like, so I want to see that being built. Right? Yeah. Like, oh, the man. The with it and mm-hmm. everything. Oh. Yeah. It, just, it was like, so good. I, I'm, I'm sure they enhanced it with, like, you know, visual, with, like, you know, computer sure. lighting and well, stuff like, like that. Like you said, the glow was probably. The glow was probably yeah. CG. Yeah. But, just, but that was definitely an actual paper being that was, like, you oh, know. Oh, definitely. That was speaking and, you know, that was, you know, moving and everything. Yeah. Uh, I, I just, it, it, it was a great. It was a great way to because it wasn't just a big like battle like they had a good good battle like because he yeah. had lot. he had the unbreakable sword he had the armor he had the helmet yeah. was, you know he was fighting him but then ultimately it was just like whatever you know yeah. it's like I don't this need this yeah. speaking of the big battle whenever like what did y'all think when you finally figured out the meaning of like the name of the movie. Like as soon as I saw oh, him, right? I know. The, as that soon was as so I saw cool. him go for that bowstring, I was like, right. "Oh, mother!" Yeah, that was so cool because at, at the beginning, when he first separated his mother, he has her hair, and, and you're like, "Okay, mon- it's a mon- bracelet, whatever." Right. Monkey weaves it into a bracelet for but him, like, and then later he has Hanzo's bowstring. He weaves that into a bracelet as well before he and goes. And as soon to as I saw him take the bowstring, I was like. Yeah. Oh. I, I didn't even think about it when he's got the two strings on his wrist. I didn't think about it. And then as when soon the as bo- I saw that, I was like, and, ah. And then when his shamisen, the strings broke off and he doesn't have any strings left. And as soon just, as I saw the one, I was like, yeah. And he starts to unbraid it. I was like, that's the two strings. Well, he broke all three strings, though. He did. Yeah, he did. Because he restringed it with his mother's hair, hair, Hansel's bow, uh, uh, 
bowstring and then his own and hair. And his own hair. But it's but just the two Kubo. Are, yeah, but the two Kubo strings are, yeah, his was around his... Yeah, so good. Oh, yeah. So good. Because memories are a powerful magic. That was like the whole start exactly. of Exactly. So good. Ah! I love and it. And that's exactly so. how he has any of his power is just mm-hmm. through all these memories. Yeah. 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 And that's the, how his little the stories come to life. Yeah, the stories that he Literally tells. Literally come to life. Yeah. And they, they takes the me- and then it ultimately ends with him taking the memories of his grandfather away. Yeah. And taking away his immortality. And taking and giving him his eye, but giving him an eye back. The eye that he took. Yeah, the eye that he took. He gave him his own eye. Dude, that was that was like that part right there was also another tearjerker for me as well because just this old man who was like, I don't know who you are. What happened to your eye? Who are you? And the entire town Town is like, oh, you help the poor and you've been feeding. It's like you give money to children. Yeah, that was pretty funny. He's like, you give money to children like me. Because that's the thing. And they they did it for Kubo. That was the whole yeah. thing. It's yes. just like they did it for him because you know obviously he saved all. Their Kubo's not months. alone anymore. Kubo exactly. has he's got a grandfather now. Yeah. Like he's got exactly. no one until he just does this and it's awesome. Yeah. And they rally behind him. I know, right? He literally just tried to destroy everyone. Yeah. Because spoiler, uh, Hanzo and uh, his mom die again. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're real, monkey real. and beetle, so like yeah, you know yeah. I don't think I mean. So like his mom dies twice and right, his dad yeah. dies twice. Technically yeah. twice. Yeah. So, yeah. So. Yeah, it's it's kind of brutal for him, but you know, again, I I just love the aspect that he gets to you know, I don't know, teach his grandfather, like you know, it's yeah. like he does, he him, humbles re- a god, in he a way. humbles a god, and it's just so cool. I don't mm-hmm. know, it's just such a cool way to end a story, and I, I don't know, like 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 is so good at doing just the bittersweet, like the thing that's like, yeah, it was a happy ending, but it just came from tragedy. Yeah, like some yes. bad things happened, and now we have to move on. But isn't that life in general though? It's yeah. true, but Paranorman's that way. Mm-hmm. Like Paranorman is so good at that, just like this. Horrible thing that happened that just that you're enlightened to and you're just like what? Yep. It just was so shocking. I was just like, oh, what? And, and I'm never gonna spoil that for anyone and I'm over here just ever again. My thumbs like, yeah. What are you talking about? I will yeah. never spoil that for anyone ever. All I have to say is just go watch yeah. Paranorman. It's so good. Um, uh, just because it's such a shocker and the fact that it was marketed a completely different way. Yeah. It, it, um, it, it was marketed as. Halloween commercial right. movie number yeah. one, two, three, exactly. or whatever. You know, it was Which not. It's probably why I never saw it. Oh, like, dude, you were doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. Like, Brandon exactly. is the one that got me to watch it, and now yeah. I'm spreading the gospel now myself, saying, You got it. You haven't seen it? You should go watch it. <laughs> but yeah, um, but that's, you know, I mean, that, that, that's pretty much the story that, that happens. And mm-hmm. I don't know. Is there anything else you want to say about it? Like, I just, I love the, 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 I, I know we've been talking about it through pretty much the entire thing. But I love the skeleton fight. Yeah. There's just so something, good. something about the like, fact that, like, when she gets the sword, uh, when Monkey first gets the sword out of the hand, or well, actually, Beetle gets it, but then Monkey right. somehow gets it, and yeah. she's just running up, and then she just goes to cut it, and, she, and then Beetle's like, more like sort of unbreakable, or more what was it, sort of a unbreakable. That's a continuous yeah. gag too. Yeah, right. yeah. Oh, sort of uncomfortable. Yeah, when he's sort laying of- on the sword. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah, that's another thing I didn't it didn't you never catch. Heard them cuddle? But they yeah, they were cuddling. I yeah. They totally were laying next to each other. It oh, was yeah. just like Oh yeah. yeah. I noticed that immediately. I, I, I was like, like I, I saw that and I was like, mm, monkey's getting around. But no, it was her husband, is what it was. Right. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. And, and, that, and like that whole thing makes so much more sense when you see the beginning and you're wondering why his lantern won't just light up. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Because he's not dead. He's yeah. not dead. He's still out there. Dead. 
And it just it made perfect sense after they revealed like to me. And I yeah. was, for some reason, I just wasn't paying attention to the fact that you're like, just so scarred from the I first <laughs> ten minutes. I just didn't pay attention that Charlie Theron was his mother. Yeah, like, I I knew that Charlie Theron was the monkey. Well, like and I don't know Charlie Theron's voice that well. So it yeah, just, well, that's true. So it just it didn't it I, did it did yeah. for, for the beginning it did seem like it was two different voice actresses. Yeah, but I think that was intentional too because right. you have the mother who is very soft spoken. Only she only got like. Uppity when it was Kubo's life was in danger, right? Yeah. But like I, I like she was pretty adamant about keeping that monkey charm on him. <laughs> so like oh, yeah. to me, I was like, there's something about that monkey charm yeah. that she's just it's uh, a transference. Yeah, pretty much, it's, it's a shell for her to transfer her 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 consciousness or her soul or whatever it is into it. But <laughs> yeah. but that whole fight scene with the giant skeleton and the, all the swords in the head and they're just like <laughs> Beetle and Kubo are up there and they're just pulling swords out and breaking them on the skeleton's head <laughs> one after another until they finally find the the right sword. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, but um. I really thought the uh, um, oh why am I blanking here when they're in the lake? Yeah, the si- the, 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 the eyes, the eyeballs. Yeah, that yeah. was, yes, that was so I thought that was really cool. cool. And I can't remember if it was you or Steven. Steven mentioned that that yeah. about the whole like since the beetle lost his memory, he wouldn't he would be would, impervious yeah. to the yeah. whole thing because like yeah. he has no memories of oh, anything yeah. to be given to him. Yeah. So like, however, he's that's an idiot. Why he's like, <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah I, that was great. I cracked up when he pulls out the freaking fish. ship fish yeah. with the with the thing. I was like, oh god, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, that's right. why he's been that gone. She's like, so what are sense. you? Doing? Where's Kubo? He's like, huh? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Huh. She's like, get back down there and get him. Oh, so good. But yeah, <laughs> that, that part. I I don't know. He might have been impervious because he was hitting those eyes with the with, yeah. the, with the arrow. So he had to be yeah. looking at him. Yeah, so. yeah. But yeah, once again, exactly, like. So. Y'all said he does have memories. He does have memories. So, yeah. So, what is there to, you know? It makes sense that he wouldn't be affected by it. Um, But, yeah, I don't know. Like, I loved, I loved the sisters. I absolutely loved uh, Rooney Mara. Oh, my gosh. They were so cool. It was so cool. And the masks make perfect sense because they don't have eyes anyway. Right. They don't have any eyes. And they're, oh, And it's just so spooky. Like, when she gets it, when the kid next uh, to me, whenever they showed up, I heard, I could hear him, like, shift, like, oh, yeah. What is this? Yeah. Emmy was not happy with that either. Like, anytime, like, when they're floating a Across. It was it was disturbing to me like when they're, when they're, when they're first flo- first floating across the, the lake where yeah. like, the lanterns are. I was like, oh, that's unsettling. Yeah, that's not that's Ooh, not okay. Creepy. That's not okay. That's a bit unsettling. It reminded me a lot of like a, a rated M game. So kids don't play this. Like <laughs> yeah. Alex Madness returns and there's these like spider things with these faces, and I was like, oh, that's some Ooh. bad memories. Oh, that's not good. It was, it was just like when when the second sister was fighting and the bottom portion of her mask he, broke like, off. Yeah, oh yeah. Oh that, was, oh, that was. So yeah, really it was cool. so freaky. But I tell you, my favorite because it shows that that's not their actual face. They actually just hide their face. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's worse. Yeah, exactly. We don't know if that's more sinister or more beautiful under there, but slightly more. It's slightly worse, I would say. Yeah, yeah no. especially if you're staring back at nothing, no eyes. That'd be just terrifying. But hands down, and you know, I, I, I promise, stop t- talking about everything about the movie here, guys. <laughs> we're fine. We're, we're, but hands we're down, <laughs> favorite part of the movie. And it was two times because she had two fights. Was monkey versus sister? Right. Yeah. First time on the boat. Yeah. And then and then another time at the the oh, the fort, Hanzo's fortress. Yes. Yeah. Those fight scenes. I don't know what it is about them, dude. But there's it was it was like it was choreographed. Like it was just well, she would jump up and attack, like, and then like the attack, the sister would block it. Yeah. Monkey would spin and then do a, do a kick. Yeah. And it's just like it's like they're really 
It's not just like clang, clang, clang. It's like there's actually like yeah. moves in this fight scene. And Emotion not only realness. And not only that, it had emotional impact as well. Yes. yes. Especially especially for me because I didn't see Monkey being his mom. <laughs> yeah. So when but she like, so when she yeah. literally literally when she said no, it gave me strength. I was like, oh crap! Like yeah. it just like all flood. Oh no! Yeah. Like, no! I felt like a dumb is. kid, but it was like it was <laughs> they so were angry good. about you know. Yeah. My eleven years ago, yeah. I was like, and oh, and you are not okay with saying that. Yeah, and that's the thing about like the sister is like, did they kind of know that Monkey was and the, she's still speaking they had to her, to. and she was still speaking to her as in third person. Like I had a sister. My idiot sister did that. You know, they're not directly addressing. Yeah, her as they're, being they're their like, sister. I'm not. You're not even worthy of being called my blood it's anymore. It's just terrible. It's you're just a like, Dirty monkey. So there's like real emotion, this real like emotion of betrayal versus like, you know, obvious betrayal because you stole my son's eye and you're all yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, you know, they're not like, family. They're monsters. Yeah. They're monsters. Uh, they, they, there was no like because I thought like there might be a shift because uh, they like to do that shift in perception thing. Like mm-hmm. uh, they like to do that shift in perception. In this case, it was not. They were monsters period yeah like, like well, they're, they're, they're gods and they think that they know yeah. what's anytime you yeah. hear any mythology about gods it's always their the downfall is their hubris they think they know what they're talking about but in or in reality usually they're wrong on most on most of the stuff and that's mm-hmm. the downfall of this one was right being blinded to humanity is is preferable and it's not it's there's you have to take the good with the bad as with this movie this movie was like you said born out of tragedy and so we will always have those memories of tragedy right. but in the end it all worked out it all yep. was good yep. and and of course also Kubo was not alone anymore he's he got a grandpappy he's got yeah, a grandpappy he's got a family he's got all these people that, he's got a village this, this yes a village of people but he actually him. has like I think <laughs> like that woman was hitting on his granddad yeah, <laughs> yeah right I love she's that she's great she's yeah. like the best character I mean in the she was movie. even talking about it, like her her uh, husband who was you yeah. know she's a widower <laughs> yeah she's yeah. like and immediately she sees a new old guy in town she's like yeah. hey how you yeah, doing yeah, yeah, oh yeah. man she was so great I loved her she was so good uh, I, <laughs> just, I love the fact, like, uh, what was her name? Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Cameo was her name. I don't think they ever named her in the movie, actually. I don't think so. Uh, I think he yeah. might have said her name once. Maybe, yeah. Uh, once yeah, or twice. Voiced by Brenda Vaccaro, longtime voice actress. She's done so much stuff. Uh, uh, longtime actress, actually. Uh, you know, but um, no, it's, just, I don't know. It's just like, like, the, I loved her. She was so good. It was like she had like all the funniest lines, and, and yeah, I loved the banter. It was just a good movie. It was, it was good, awesome, dude. It's a good freaking movie, guys. It's, it so it, it's got everything you need. It has drama. It has action. It has comedy. It, it's it's the whole nine yards. Yeah, it's even got like romance. It, it has even romance. It's, it's got, got cuddling. It's got everything <laughs> you like. Ah, ah! I had to throw one more in. <laughs> Oh, but that's it for all the time we had today. No, it's not. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Because I actually have one. It's been a little while it since is. I had one of these. What but I've got? got one today. I've got a Who Would Win. Turn around. The Sisters. The Moon Sisters from... Mm-hmm. Kubo versus the twin Rova from Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time. Sister versus sisters. Yes, twin sister witches versus twin sister witches. That's true. As it were. Wow. Uh, so yeah, who would <laughs> uh, win? I don't care, London. I don't care if you yeah. don't know who these people are. I would there's, say London. I there's think a fire witch and, a, and an ice witch. Ice witch. <laughs> and whereas the sister witches were just... Similar. 
color. Yeah. They were like little like ice picky. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they they uh oh man, uh, Fushimara. I can't remember what those yeah. things are called. I can't. But whatever. Either. It's it's a scythe Ch- chain and sickle. Scythe on yeah. Chain. Exactly. Yeah, chain and sickle. That's but um. So. Hmm. Yeah. So the twin Rova, the the twins from Ocarina of Time, the twin witches, uh, versus uh the moon twin. These sisters. So the I'm gonna the, say twin Rova just because they're very more. Okay. They have yeah. They have the, the elemental aspect. I will give them that. They also do have but, uh, a bigger form as well. They have the merged. Yes. Form, the, the two the, when Ooh, they that come together. Cool if, we could, if there was something like that with the. The, the other Sadly, we didn't get that. Yeah, but yeah. I know, but I'm saying I, I was kind of hoping cool. they. I was kind of hoping they would like merge into like one being fusion. or something. Yeah, something like that. But <laughs> a fusion. It was, it was super cool though. Um, yeah. So they have their fusion. So they do have that. They have yeah, the ice. and that's and that, that definitely bumps their power up quite a bit. And yeah. it is. But, and I, I was going to say the the sisters, the moon sisters, mm-hmm. because they are practically gods, but they right. obviously can be killed they as can well. Be killed. They can be so, killed. So, um, year old boy did it. So, <laughs> but he did have a lot of magic. Yeah, so it, you know, and they did have magic. He did have a magic sword. So yeah, I would say the so sword magic, unbreakable. So, sword unbreakable is the thing. Sword that uncomfortable. Um. You know, I would probably end up giving it to the Moon Sisters, and it's okay. only only right. because these sisters are old right. and they rely heavily upon magic. Right. Whereas, well, yeah, I know they're old, but yeah. like they're not. They are they're spry. People. Okay, they're spry old old women. Whereas they're, these they're, women okay. are human, old and right. slow, and you know, they're not human. Fi- they're not physically in a in yes. disabled. Oh, okay. Not, Whereas phys- they, they have to ride around on brooms yeah. unless they merge, then they become the younger. Then they become the yeah the younger the version. Woman. But then there's and, only one of them. But even <laughs> with the fusion, and I'll you know give her the max power. It's still yeah. two sisters who are well trained in martial arts and yeah. and they can yeah. fly and all that stuff. I don't know the elemental aspect. Kind of, I still give it to the Moon Sisters just because yeah. you know what? I love martial arts, yeah. and I can't make an educated guess on this, so I'm just going with that one. Yeah, <laughs> cool. So uh, they got I, fire and ice powers. They look cool. It's I, very. It uh, it is very it is a very power. I think it would be a good fight, but I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go on Mitch's side okay. here, uh, simply because uh, they have the martial arts. Uh, if they merge together, there'd be two on one, uh, mm-hmm. and the whole weakness against them is deflecting their power against each other. And I think the Moon Sisters could pull that off. Okay. Yeah, they they figured it out eventually. <laughs> and plus, like I said, they just they are they are quick and they have the and they have the shadow powers. Yeah, I would say the like smoke the monster s- or whatever you know. So powers, yeah, I mean, but they but need their pipe I, to do it. So, but I love the Twin Roba. The Twin Roba is my favorite boss in that game. Oh, really? So, you know, it's it's so they're so cool. Uh, but yeah, I thought that was a pretty good uh, on the fly. Uh, yeah, you know, who would win? I haven't had one in a while. So it's good. One to bring one. it back strong. I thought you were going to do like a Kuvo versus like yeah. someone else with a magical music, I, musical instrument. I thought about but. that. I could have done Link, but he just Link. teleports with his Yeah, I was say, because so like, plus if we're talking about Link <laughs> versus Kubo and all he's got, well, I don't know, that, 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 that yeah. guitar, uh, the, yeah. the Shamisen you, is, is you, pretty powerful. You know, I think well, I Well, ha- that's not powerful. It's him who's powerful. I, that's just what he channels his power true. through. I actually have a really good battle, but it's for a future time. Okay, Aww. sure. All right. uh, with Kubo, in fact. Oh. But I know exactly who I would pit him against, but we're going to use that for a different... <laughs> Steven's <laughs> actually a better choice than what I had in mind. Oh, actually. really? Um, but... With his ukulele. We are going to... <laughs> yeah, see, that's what I'm saying. But 
we're going to save that for a different time. All right, so, all right. A different time, I'm going to use my my idea uh, for that one. Maybe a three-way with Steven. I don't know. Three-way battle. Battle Royale. Battle Royale. Woo! We'll see what happens there. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, that's it uh, for this episode of the Animation Destination Podcast. Uh, Mitch, thanks for being on. You Thank you for check, having me on, Brandon. You can check him out on uh, Bagged and Bearded uh, here on the DNM. Every week. Every we week. got to put one out on Wednesday. We might fall behind because uh, Stephen, the brains behind he's the get, operation, he's getting married. He's getting married. And uh, then going on a honeymoon. Yes. So me uh, and uh, Eric are going to be, uh, we're going to be on the fly. Yeah. You know, doing off the cuff, so to right. speak, on this uh, next two weeks. So. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, hopefully invite, people will enjoy it. Invite, invite me on. Maybe I'll. Say, yeah, uh, well, I was gonna say we definitely are gonna have uh, spots open. So we're invite me on. I'll buy a beard. You don't have a beard. <laughs> yeah, London doesn't have. Well, a she beard. can use her hair and just like kind of <laughs> like true. yeah. See yeah, there, there you go. Yeah, there's a beard. That's a beard right there. Perfect disguise. No one tell. <laughs> no one can possibly tell. Anyway, uh, Mitch, thank you for being on. Yep. London, thank you for being on as always. Thank you. Invite me on more. Absolutely. Uh, whenever I have Pixar, <laughs> or Disney, I'll typically try to bring you on if I can. But it's good to have you on for this one. Uh, this has been the Animation Destination Podcast. Uh, we, you can check us out at DestinationComics.com along with our other podcasts. Uh, you can also check out my written reviews at AnimationDestination.com and on Facebook at Animation Destination and at AnimationPod. But that's it for this week, guys. Stay tuned. Thank you for listening, DNN.